Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And on this particular episode, we will be recapping The Challenge, Season 34, War of the Worlds 2, Episode 10, Infinity, Infinity War. War. And uh, we are, in fact, in Disney World right now. So if you hear my voice and you go, Ashley, you don't really usually sound like that, just know I've been screaming so loud for days. Um, um, on rides. Yeah, I, literally, it's a small world, and Ashley's just screaming, <laughs> and children are crying. Get me out of here! More on that on this Monday's episode, but right now, we're going to jump right into our recap. So, this picks up um, pretty much exactly where last week's episode left off, and this is the first time this season that it has broken from that format that we've been so accustomed to. Mm-hmm. So, people aren't coming back into the house after elimination, this is starting in the middle of a house fight. Yes. Um, it is between Turbo and Jordan, and it looks like 400 security guards. Now, guys, when we last left you, we were in. We were talking about you cannot copy my walk, and we open up right on we cannot, you cannot copy my walk. Yeah. And we got also, we have uh, Turbo is doing the thing where he's kind of angry and screaming and yelling at Jordan, and then when the security guards come, all of a sudden he's like super Turbo. That's a thing that guys tend to do when like they get held back you know it's that classic thing i don't even know who did it first like eddie murphy or something like hold me don't hold me back or and where they want somebody to hold you back yeah. so it looks like you're struggling it's like a classic comedy move yeah but people do that in the challenge quite a bit and turbo seems to do that as well now and jordan calls it out he calls it tough guy syndrome. Tough guy syndrome, all that stuff. Uh, honestly, the toxicity on uh, this show is at an all-time high. I will tell you right now, right off the bat, and I know Ashley feels the same way, this is beginning to get tough to watch, this show. It is. Be- this episode was the toughest to watch. And oh, my God. It's just making me stressed out. Folks, I watched my favorite baseball team got get knocked out of uh, uh, contention for the World Series uh, a couple of weeks ago. Didn't have a problem with that. I'm watching this episode with a sour feeling in my stomach. I did not want to do this recap. All, all things on the table. Guys, it's our duty to do this recap, but I did not want to have to report we back on this episode. contractually, um, we have to do it. <laughs> we are contractually, uh, we have to do it, okay? That's in our contract. Um I'm just saying we just watched this thing. I'm literally in Disney World. I want to throw my flat screen TV out the window right now. I feel sick based on this episode yeah agreed. it all starts last episode with the fact that ashley runs in and tells ashley mitchell ashley mitchell runs in and tells turbo what jordan is saying about him which leads us to this you can't you cannot copy my walk fight which honestly will go down in the annals of history of the challenge because it's such a absurd wonderful thing now ashley at this point while we're watching this she's feeling bad ashley brooke ashley brooke roberts Roberts. (laughs) my ashley our ashley this ashley She's feeling bad for Turbo. I feel bad for Turbo. Explain yourself. I just, you know, I, I was talking to Ray Sani, past guest, earlier this week, and we were kind of just talking about last week's episode and just the, the language barrier that's happening here. Turbo doesn't really know what people are saying about him, and so he's taking it. Um, his imagination has more room to exaggerate the offense that he thinks he is is getting. And he he's... 
it's just sad. Like last week I was laughing at you can't copy my walk. Now this week I'm seeing it as he just wants to yell out, you know, don't mock me. Why are you mocking me? Stop mocking me. But instead of that, he's saying you can't copy my walk. And it's just, I feel like I'm laughing at a guy who doesn't know what's really going on. And so now I feel kind of like a bully. Yeah, it's kind of like Borat's pants fall down and we all laugh at him. And it's just not fun. It's not fair. But Borat's in on it. Is he? Turbo is not. Okay, listen. All right, here's the other thing. Now we get also we get a couple of um, instances right here, and we'll talk. We'll go through them. Obviously, I don't want to just analyze the whole show without recapping. We're going to recap, but obviously, the some of these players um, feel the same way uh, that our Ashley feels. Um, those people being Nani specifically, specifically, who is his closest friend in the house, got to know him, feels bad, you know. And we'll talk about that. But I want to just say that I was with. Ashley halfway until I started thinking about it a little bit you know he is a guy who has a language barrier here speaking in the English language and I I'm totally with that and you got to understand that he doesn't understand exactly the meanings behind all these things you know he hears things he doesn't realize that they're in jest you know he thinks that they are more serious than they are and so he's reacting in a certain way but as I start thinking about this, and I'm watching him be held back by 40 security guards grabbing their wrists, screaming, I will destroy you. He's pacing around in a room going like, I want three hours with him, and I will hold him down, and I will kill him. And, you know, it's all this stuff. doesn't matter how much mocking goes on. You don't want to kill a person, and you never want to fight a person. So I don't really care if the language barrier isn't there. He knows he's on a TV show. He knows it's a game. And... All, if somebody screams and yells in your face or makes little faces or, or copies your walk, even if you think that that guy isn't really playing a game, he really thinks I walk stupid, you still don't have the right to get in somebody's face and try to kill them or whatever he's trying to do. You know, I'm, I'm sure he's not going to kill, but he wants to fight him physically. And honestly, I don't know what's going on, where how he grew up. I don't know his whole story. I know he likes comic books and cartoons where people fight and he thinks he's street fighter and I think he might be a little bit of a hothead and it doesn't matter what part of the country what part of the world you're from if somebody mocks your walk it's never right to try to hurt them I'm not crying guys I'm literally choking it sounded like I was crying (laughs) like Nani who mocked Uh, your walk baby stop mocking my walk (laughs) you're mocking my walk no you're right am I right or am I wrong I mean he's not he's not from Mars I'm I'm not saying that his behavior is excusable I'm saying that I as a viewer feel guilty laughing at the you can't copy my walk thing because that's him grasping at language trying to defend himself yeah and I'm laughing at that I'm, I'm with you right there and I feel guilty about that now him trying to you know kill Jordan and 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 this is the first time I've ever seen on the challenge where a security guard is like um, yelling at the person's face right, right. you know usually they're trying to hold them they're kind right. of looking away there's almost sort of a passive thing that happens with the security guard right. this time we got the big bearded guy and he's like saying something to Turbo you yeah. can't hear him but you can see he's very animated and and I do agree you know that violence is T- never the answer Turbo is reacting as if 
Jordan has his family held hostage, you know, and it's yeah. not. He's mocking him, and it's horrible to mock a person. It really is, but it never warrants physical violence, and it just doesn't. And I don't care. That is the old. That is the universal language. Is if I'm gonna run and try to fight you, that's bad. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. he should know that. He knows right from wrong. And this is. Can I tell you something, Nick? Which is your. I think your opinion changed in one of Zach's interviews because Zach was doing an interview. And and then you said Zach is being insensitive right now, but he's right. Yes, he because he was like you know because Zach's way way with words is like Turbo's a friggin' idiot, you know what I mean? Or he's he's like an imbecile, you know? He's so belittling Zach that his words are almost borderline disgusting. What he uses against yeah, other he's, people, yeah, he's got to be like he's like verbally abusive. He's verbally <laughs> abusive, Zach, and I've been saying this for seasons now on this he's show. He's just so dismissive uh, with his words, and but. it's like that's why I'm having trouble with this show because like the show is making me feel like I have to pull for Zach, and nobody wants that. So let's just <laughs> move on. This is this is a big intro for this. Yeah, really this painstaking is, episode. This is a lot of fighting right up top. I mean, it's not just Turbo and George. Jordan and the security guards. We have Nani screaming at Ashley. Uh, Mitchell, you're a shady bitch. You're a snake. We got Cam kind of in the background giving just great facial expressions. I mean, she doesn't, this isn't Cam's face when she's enjoying something going on. This is, Cam is really a reflection of the audience because she looks both shocked and um, concerned. And we have then we have um, a scene where Nani is is flossing and she's talking to Zach and she starts crying. I mean, we got somebody crying so early in the episode. Nani's flossing in a way that is like panic flossing. She's got one of those things. It's not like, like regular dental floss. It's just like one of those like little thong ones with like the pick on the yeah. end. And she's like talking to like Leroy or, she's or, or to Zach. Zach. Yeah, and she's like, yeah. I, uh, you can just hear it popping in and out yeah. of her teeth. Yeah, she looks upset. Then it goes to a scene where Kara, Ashley, Cam, Ninja, and Leroy are all sitting around a table talking about what just happened, talking about how they're going to put Tori in to punish Jordan on this next elimination. And Ashley Brooke Mitchell is hammered. She's slurring her words. I couldn't tell if this was the morning or night, but, um, you know. It, was, it seems like it was just an hour after that happened. Cam says um, that, you know, Jordan is going in no matter what, and his girlfriend is going in no matter what. She's and slurring her words, and her eyes are half open. It's a strange Ashley, thing. Ashley, yeah. yeah. And then Leroy is like, he's like supporting this. And then we get a little interview with Leroy where he's like, now that I have a new alliance, I'm going to ride till the wheels fall off. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's what you do with alliances, right? You ride them until they break down. Yeah. This is a tough Leroy episode, too. It's a tough Leroy episode. Starting with this scene where he's like, yes, we're putting in at Tori and Jordan. And it's just like seeing him. I don't know. Seeing Leroy celebrate anyone's downfall who he's on a team with. Leroy is such a good guy. It's like it makes me feel. Is he? He rode with Johnny for twelve years. He. I don't know. Okay, if he's a that's good a good guy. point. That's yeah. a good. He's point. not. He's very used to that's the disgusting point. game moves and being Why able to sit do, in the background. Then he must be like an expert at. at um, he's an ex- portraying a character because I. I feel like I root for Leroy. He's an expert for sleeping in a bunk bed while everybody else does dirty work until his head's on the chopping block and he gets double crossed by his own team. That's what he's an expert in. He's taking a front forward, a uh, a step forward as far as being the face of an of a team, you know, and and being able to talk, and uh, you know, and it's uh, it's a good look for Leroy 
screen time wise, we never get this much Leroy. I'm happy we're getting Leroy. And honestly, the fact that Leroy is like super riding with the Polly Cara thing, that hurts. But like he's been riding with Banana. It's not like we're seeing a guy who yeah. was doing his own thing for years. That he is went for so one true. bandwagon like evil corporation alliance to another at least as far as the edit goes who knows paulie and cara might be the nicest people on the planet but mtv is making them seem like they're running the evil fucking alliance he went from walmart to target yeah is that what you're saying that brings us to the daily um before the daily begins tj gives us a speech where he says turbo displayed violence to the cast and crew Interesting note. Yeah, never well, heard that before. Yeah, and I think that was probably the real reason why he got thrown off is because like the crew is like, I don't want to keep holding this fucking guy back who's yeah. like trying to like grab my arms and manipulate me so he can get out of the way. He also looked like a caged animal when he was in a room being held back, as if like if he got brought on the show, he's the threats that he was making. They can't they can't figure out whether or not they're real or not. TJ says there's no second chances. Turbo is gone. There's no third chances. Second chances. Yes. But he already got a second chance. No, he got one chance. Oh, he said there's no second chances. So you, so you do one thing, yeah, and then we let you go, yeah. And it's like that. Then that's a, isn't that your? Now we're gonna give you a second chance to come on the show, yeah. You know, so once again, TJ is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kara in an interview says Jordan is proud of his work. Jordan, you know, this is interesting with this episode, too, and I think it has a lot to do with the unease that I felt throughout this episode. We're just getting contradictory interviews back to back to back to back. You know, Jordan being like, um, man, this this is I hope those girls are satisfied with what they did. I hope Cara and Ashley feel good about what they did. They basically got turbo sent home. And then you get an interview with Cara being like Jordan got turbo sent home. You know, just this contradiction in interviews is, is adding to this tension throughout the episode. I think that has a lot to do with the fact that they all at this point don't really know exactly what's going on. And that that kind of showed its head a little bit to me more. In my mind, in the past couple of episodes, that everybody knows the cards on the table. Everybody knows exactly who's aligned with who because we, the viewer, know exactly who's aligned with who. But a couple of the things were said on this episode that made me think that there are still some questions on where certain people stand in this game. And that's why I think you're getting the confusion and the back and forth. Plus, everybody is also playing the game as if, like, we're the team to beat and we're the team everybody's rooting for when clearly that's not the case. Like, I don't think Kara at this point thinks that she is being getting a villain at it. I don't think she I don't think she thinks that I don't think Polly thinks that. I think Polly probably thinks like, all right, finally, like my time is up. Like I'm the guy who's coming from the bottom and I'm going to run this game, you know, much like uh, uh, young people that have been on this show before. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't realize that it's like, oh, no, you're being looked at like you're evil. Yeah. And they are, you know, Nick, you brought this to my attention. I'm not aware of this when I'm watching the show. Like I just have these feelings like I'm like, why are these people are so why are they doing this? And then Nick will be like, you know, they're getting a villain edit. Right. And so you're saying that Polly's crew is getting this villain edit throughout this uh, episode. I mean, Cam's on Polly's side. She literally cackled in an interview and then a puff of like witch smoke. You know that they they're not trying. They're not. They're not hiding holding it. it back because that's how te- that's how it's made. You need somebody. This is pro wrestling. No one's going to pay to see two good guys go up against one another. It would tear the audience apart and they would go, oh, I don't know. Like, who do I go for? And it's like, 
what people want to see is people. That's why Johnny Bananas keeps coming back on this show. He is the bad guy. Okay, and what you pay for, why you buy your ticket, why you put your ass in that seat to watch this show is to watch Bananas get his ass kicked. That's what gets you to buy the ticket. So there's need for Bananas. There's a need for the bad guy. Bananas mm. is off this show. Who's the bad guy? Well, it's Pauly. Mm. Before TJ wraps up this speech, he goes, Jordan, Pauly, Josh, you hear that? You guys are hotheads. Yeah, okay, no I, second chances. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, because the 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 staccato way that he does the rules and the way that he talks like he's reading from a cue card. He's like, everybody knows that you cannot fight on this show and we've given chances to you, but no more. That's why Turbo has to go. And let me tell you right now, Josh and you, you guys are fucking idiots and stop doing it. All right. You're <laughs> like, it's so different. Yeah. Um, so this daily is called incoming and it's basically, uh, everybody's just wrestling in a mud pit for balls and you got to go. Best. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really fun to watch and it's, um, a guy's heat and a girl's heat and the, uh, U S team is slimmed down because their numbers are, um, unfair before it begins. It's, it's interesting. Paulie, his name doesn't get, uh, pulled to compete in this and he's like, damn it. My I would name. run this, man. My name doesn't get pulled. CT takes his shirt off. They also make fun of uh, Josh. Josh does get pulled, and they're like, ah, the powerhouse. Like, they all laugh at him. Oh, I, I missed that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor Josh. I feel bad for Josh. Yes. Josh is, like, just the kind of a giant baby. Yeah, is that is. what's going he seemed, on? But, like, literally. He seems like a baby yeah. that just got, like, blown up. That's what up. I mean. Yeah, he seems like he's, like, just learned to walk. But I'm sorry for stepping over what you said before, because CT does take his shirt off. And boy, oh, boy, I, I, I it was like a solar eclipse. This man isn't even tanning. You know, uh, fat looks good tanned. Everybody knows that, all right? Yeah. So tan that fat up. He really does have a dad body. He lives in Miami. He, he is a. How he, can he be that pale? He is. He is a massive man, and and his shoulders and his arms and his chest are big, but he really does have just no definition in his stomach anymore, yeah. and he just has a belly. It's now. like a wheelbarrow, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um. So basically, Zach does this. I'm just going to include this oh, little sound clip. Can in we here. also say that he says he says that I'm taking my, this is back to CT. Yeah. Because I want to shout this out. This I really enjoy. He goes uh, in his interviews like I, I'm so serious about this. I took my shirt off, and uh, this is for all those fat motherfuckers out there. <laughs> yeah. You like <laughs> that? I did. I appreciated it. Me um, and CT are closer now. We have our bodies are closer. They look like one another. You guys are basically the same. Yeah, person. we're pretty much the same guy. <laughs> So um, I just want to include Zach has a little interview in here where he's talking about how he wants to win the challenge. And he's like, I'm not going to bullshit you. I don't want to start a charity. I want to win to spoil to spoil my girlfriend, Jenna. This is one of the only times I ever listened to a Zach soundbite. And I actually was like, oh, I like that. Yeah. And then he gets eliminated. Um, the <laughs> U.S. men lose this first heat. Yeah. So they lose the first heat. And, and honestly, we got a clip from Rogan. Rogan's like, dude, I've been playing rugby since I was a little kid. Rugby in the mud. This is rugby. What they're playing, basically, you know, it's the same. They're basically throwing rugby balls at them, by the way. It's like those aren't footballs. Those are rugby balls. Like 
rugby for our American listeners is a lot rougher game than football is in that like you, you don't get you don't get like a whistle called like when you hit the ground you know tackling you just have to hold on to the ball and rip it out of people's hands and be able to kind of flick it to other people and get it across the line they're basically playing rugby they have huge rugby players on their side um and I soon as I saw this I'm looking at the teams and I'm like I, I think the I think the UK squad might be stronger. Yeah, now. you pretty much straight up were like, I think the UK team is going to win this. Um, something to note for the US, uh, this male heat, is that Jordan is the first guy eliminated. So basically, there's there's different um, there's different rounds in the in each heat, and so each there are players eliminated each round. Jordan's the first US player eliminated, first male player eliminated, yeah. eliminated. And it's um it it's noteworthy because Jordan's whole thing was that Turbo was the weakest player on their team, the weakest male player. Okay, they also he not he got eliminated, but not for tr- not trying. The man stiff armed people. He was they had huge guys coming after him. He's a smaller guy. Um, let's say that in the final, I you know, and I'm not a really I'm not a Jordan fan per se. I don't hate him. I used to like him a lot. This season he's grading on me big time, but. It, in the final, they're not going to be wrestling each other to the ground. Yeah. It, that This isn't a test of who's going to be good in the final. And it also needs to be said, nobody talks about it anymore, and I like that because it was brought up in shitty ways in the past. Jordan has one hand. Yeah. The guy has to pull balls out of people's hands. You need two hands to grip that ball to try to get it out and hold on to it. Yeah. The guy's one hand. I mean, this is a, this is a true handicap for a game like this. So more power to Jordan for he had, he had put a couple of stiff arms out. He was doing what he can. He had CT laying on him. He had Rogan laying on him. And it was like, uh, you know, also those are guys that are on the opposite of alliance. They are making sure that Jordan's not winning. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's the way it goes. That brings us to the female, um, the female heat. And it is pretty intense. The only noteworthy thing here really is that Georgia and Ninja get into it in the mud. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Georgia just kind of laid on her, tackled her down, and then Ninja made the mistake of thinking that she can just reach the ball out and go over the line. It gets out of her hand, and Georgia, just like in football, hops on it and gets the point. It was pretty impressive. Um, And that means that the Brits win, basically. I mean, should I mention that it came down to Cara being the only U.S. female left? Yes, and uh, she got tackled by D. Yeah. And Kaylee grabbed the ball, and they won. And took off. And Kaylee, by the way, with this female heat, was just grabbing the ball and running away each time. Yeah. I don't know how she was doing that. Because she's on the alliance with the more people. They weren't going for Kaylee. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how this was happening. Yeah, and so the Brits win, and then it's time for them to pick a tribunal speaker, and all hell breaks loose. Everyone's arguing. They want Jenny and Georgia and and Kaylee saying she'll be the speaker, and then, you know, basically TJ just is like, shut up. Yes, he's (laughs) yelling at them. Yeah, I bet TJ gets annoyed at this point. Oh, yeah, the bickering. Yeah, at this point in the the season when everyone is coming in there with such negative attitudes and then arguing immediately, he makes them vote, and Kaylee becomes the speaker for the UK team. She picks Jenny and Joss. And this is, once again, power moves, making sure that the uh, people who have the more, more numbers in the alliance keep the numbers in the tribunal. 
So right there, you got two people that are on the rogue, the Jogan, Cara uh, Pauly side that are there to make to cast votes, and they're going to make sure that anybody that they want in is going to go in. Back at the house, everyone's talking. Rogan says that Tori is going to be put in. Then we see Jordan, Zach, Tori, and talking. Tori saying that she wants to put in Ninja. Leroy and, and Nani are talking, and um, they start fighting. And that's when Nick, next to me, says, Leroy, get your money. Get your money, man. They're like, you know... Leroy's trying to make excuses, telling Nani that he's got to do, you know, like, I'm, uh, don't worry, uh, I'm not going to say your name, I'm not going to say your name. We got Nani being like, just play your game, I'll play mine, we're on two different sides now, it sucks, but whatever, and you can tell that uh, um, Leroy is um, guilty, he feels very guilty about what he's doing, and that's why he's trying to make it better with her, his old friend Nani. And she's saying exactly what I'm thinking at this point. Don't even talk to her. Just go. Do the thing. I hope you win. We want to see you win. It sucks that this is how you have to get it done, but it doesn't look like there's any other way to get it done on this show. That brings us to the nominations. The U.S. team sits down. Jordan is the first one to start talking. What a mistake. Stop talking, Jordan. If I were you, Jordan, I would stop talking, start being like a Zach, and sit back and let this stuff play out and stop making such a target, even though it's already over at this point. So I guess it's like this a moot point I'm making. But it's like, dude, stop. Talk. Why do you have to talk first? People don't like you based on you talking too much. You should learn that. If you don't understand that after watching this show and don't make some corrections in your game, people are going to think of you as a person that's annoying that they don't want to hang out with you. So that's it. I mean, CT said it. What was it, last episode? Like, people don't like him because he talks and he's annoying. He's a good player, but he, he's just annoying to hang out with. Yeah. Stop talking. Zach should have started talking immediately. Zach, um, you know, he says in an interview, like, this is our last chance. This is our alliance's last chance to turn this ship around. Yeah, you're right, Nick. People don't seem to understand that the numbers are truly against them. It's like, what ship? Why would people abandon things? The, the, the talk of, like, aren't we going to make our team strong? Like, this is what they're doing, by the way. This is what Jordan's saying. Do, do we want the strongest people in? Do we want the this? Yeah. Now, I think that they know they're they know more than what they're leading on that they know in, in this thing because they just want they're trying their last little hail, hail mary to try to do an american team morale and then quickly it breaks down to like all right fine we obviously know where you're going to vote so say it out loud so we know everybody votes and um tori is going in she has a very corny interview um lots of like i'm going to show these bitches and a bunch of, uh, I don't know, Tori is grating on my nerve. Everyone is annoying me this episode. Here's the problem. I don't have people that I'm pulling for on yeah. this show. Yeah. This is why this is tough. I feel like that I don't like this poly alliance thing. I feel like I don't. But I really don't like the Jordan alliance either. Like the way that they're playing the game and the way that they are looking in their interviews and, you know, I'm not really pulling for them either. So at this point, Same. I'm like, I want at this point, I say to Ashley, I go, by the way, I, I think I'm pulling for the Brits. I kind of just want to see CT win. That's it. I just want to see CT win. I think the only person I like on this show is like Theo and CT in Georgia. Like, that's it. Now, the problem being there is like you'll see later. 
And um, you actually do see it already voting for the people who are going to be in the tribunal for the UK. CT is on the Jogan side of things because he knows where the numbers lie. And so it's like, well, this fucking guy is working on the Polycara side of things. And it's like, ugh, I can't even really like him. Like, he's making Weasley moves that are annoying. I kind of like Leroy, and I think the only person I like on this show right now is Leroy. I understand there are some other people out there like Cam. I found like I was Cam graded on my nerves so hard in this episode, and I felt like she came off like such a cackling, like, like villainous person, like, and on a side that I really don't like. You know, I really don't like Kaylee, and she's like, like best friends with Kaylee. So it's like, I can't even really like Cam. I know. I was going to say, I usually I usually kind of have like a get out of jail free card with Cam and yeah. Ashley Mitchell. Not where this I'm episode. Like, They've I can totally always... gone the other way. And it's hard. It's there's a there's a there is a uh, dark cloud named Polly that is like casting a shadow on my faves. And, and yeah, I guess Leroy is really the only person I I'm pulling for. Yeah, because Leroy at least is being in his interviews is like, what the fuck? I have to win. This yeah. is how I'm going to win. And there's nothing I can do but agree with him. At- You're right. There's To be on the other side is to be on the losing side. Yeah. So you got to, sometimes you got to side with the devil. Well, the thing is, is that if Leroy switched, wouldn't they then Ta- be in a be, gridlock? It would be a gridlock, but yeah. who's playing that game? Who's putting their neck out there for that? It's like aye, two aye, people aye. would have to switch. It's crazy. Um, Just something to note here. Thanks, Wes. This is all Wes's fault. <laughs> And I wonder if Wes was still on this thing running this alliance, if yeah. I would like this alliance. If it wasn't the figurehead. Yeah. Would the, is the figureheads the problem? Maybe. If, is Cara and Polly? Honestly, Polly's interviews don't annoy me as much as Cara's interviews do. Yeah. So it's like, and Cara is, just seems like a nut, honestly, watching her in this show. There is a scene on this episode where Kara is staring off into space. These editors included it for a reason. She looks dead-eyed. She's staring off into space. The girl don't look well. And there's a point, maybe you even wrote it down, but I'll say it right now, where Nani is like in an interview is like, Kara needs a break from the challenge. She needs to take a break. Well, it's during this tribunal where she's like, half the time I look at Kara and I hate her. The other time I look at her and I just see sadness. Yeah. It's like she needs a break from this show. Um, something that we should note here before we get into, uh, before we keep moving is that Nani and Leroy start arguing at this nomination scene. Okay. That's important because it'll carry back over into the house. But for now, just know that the U S team has left. Tori is talking to the UK tribunal. She keeps saying over and over again, I swear on my family's life. I'm going to turn to your team. I don't want to go back to this. My team, um, put me in there with Ashley. And that's another, there's another, this is another little piece of information I'm getting that's telling me that Tori doesn't know that two people that are looking at her right now are playing with Ashley. Yeah. She should know that. Yeah. I, I, and I guess it's just where the cards aren't really out on the table. She should know that the votes aren't going her way. Joss and Kaylee are not going to vote for Ashley. So it's like, why even put your cards out? Why wouldn't even, why would you show your hand like that? If I was Jordan and if I was Tori, I wouldn't say a goddamn thing because what happens next fucks the entire game up for them even more. So that brings us back to the house. Um, and Zach and Jordan are going after Leroy. They're basically like, dude, 
why are you fucking us? And then Josh, um, he tells Leroy, you're the weakest guy on the team. Leroy is kind of like being attacked by all sides. Interesting point on this episode, Polly says Tori is probably the strongest girl during yeah. this fight. And she doesn't say it in an interview. He says it right in front of Car. Yeah. Yeah, right in front of Car in the middle of this fight. Tori is probably the strongest girl. Found that very interesting. Um, Leroy all of a sudden starts picking on Nani, saying, like, she never runs with us. We're always outside running. She doesn't run with us. Nani flips out. And then Leroy's like, I was just making a point because everybody else, like, Leroy, why are you doing this? That's like, go the, to your room. That's like, a bad look for Leroy. It's a, I but mean, his back's against the wall. You know, everyone is jumping it's on crazy. him. It's getting crazy in there. Um, Josh, he makes me laugh because I think that like Leroy is like, you go in there, the elimination with me, Jordan, or Jordan t- is telling Leroy he's going to go in there. And then just from like the couch, Josh goes, I would love that. And it made me laugh so hard. Yeah. And then what made me laugh even more is when Leroy turned to Josh and said, all you do is run around and gossip. This ain't big brother homie yeah um and yeah it was great and uh yeah leroy has had his is just is snapping at this point and he's looking at people and he's telling zach zach you gassed out in the final just like me you died he's like what what why do why do you think you're better than me yeah jordan is like you're he's like put, put i'll take you out in every single elimination that we've seen so far like you know it's like you're not as you know he you can tell leroy has a lot of pride on the line here because he has not won one of these things right and these other guys have so it's like there's something he he needs to prove something to the world and to himself and you know another thing that's going on here is then Tori after all this tribunal then runs through the house and goes all right bitches I'll take every one of you out and basically screams from the from from the rooftops that she's going to turn coat if she wins do not show people your hand as soon as she tells everybody that then they all go oh shit Okay, that is a possibility. Let's go make our moves. And then they go make their moves. And what they do is they get Kaylee and they make sure that Kaylee throws in Georgia. That's now it's like, okay, well, you're going to turn coat. Well, we'll take some the girl off of that team and it will keep the numbers exactly where they stand. Yeah. That's what if if Jordan and Tori were smart, they would have kept this turn coat idea uh, in their back pocket and if they needed it they would need it and they wouldn't tell anybody else they wouldn't even tell zach just keep it in your pocket do not show these people your hand because they have the numbers and they will make sure that your plans do not come to fruition tori and jordan need to shut up okay they're doing too much talking, too much talking. and it's really burning their house down um, that brings us to, oh, and so Nick, you kind of glossed over this, so I'm just going to explain yeah, it out yeah. a little bit more, which is that the Cara, Polly, Ashley, Cam, Ninja Alliance decides, hey, we're going to get the UK team to put in Georgia because that is their strongest girl. And one of these two strong females are going to go home and that whole alliance will be weaker. And on top of that, we're going to make sure she has no idea that this is going to happen. We are going to surprise her. Kaylee, all Kaylee has to do is flip Joss. She's not even going to involve Jenny. Yeah. So she talks to Joss. Joss looks like a man tormented in this scene in the bunks. He keeps saying it's not moral. It's not moral. We said we were going to do one thing because that's something else to note. The UK team does have a meeting. Who do we want to vote in? They all very quickly decide it's Ashley. The meeting is adjourned. And Georgia makes a comment with like, that was easy. Yeah. It was, it was easy. It was easy to pull the rug out right from your entire team. 
So that brings us to the proving ground. TJ asked Jenny to vote first, and Jenny goes into this long speech. We've all agreed that we want to get the strongest player out, and it's someone who's seen an elimination God, or a final before. Of course she does this long-ass speech. Oh, my God. The person in the dark just is yeah. like this 10-minute speech about how good their team is. We've all... And, Finally, you know, we've won one. We're on the same page. You know, it actually makes, you know, it. well, not really when I'm thinking about it. I was going to say uh, it, it's almost as if she knew what was going to happen and she wanted to let everybody know what had happened behind closed doors versus what's about to happen. But really, I think what she's saying that is for she wants to take the heat off of herself being the first vote by being like, yeah. this is a team decision. It's of not course. just my decision. And the team is she's saying we unanimously the, yeah. discuss this. There's there I, with this vote voting there is also an opportunity to come together as a united front and i think that that is better for team morale you know and i think that's what jenny's trying to do she says we all agreed it would be ashley then kaylee goes i'm voting for georgia theo flips okay this is when you know three of the uk team members all kind of like immediately turn to joss and they're like don't you do this don't you do this yeah georgia is up in joss's face Theo is like what is happening he's like looking at kaylee kaylee steely-eyed staring straight ahead i mean she does not crack a smile throughout any of this yeah it's bad news um when 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 paulie and cara put bananas in that elimination they were both smirking kaylee's got no no expression on her face at all um they're just going after they're like joss don't do this don't do this don't do this joss votes and it's georgia yeah, I mean, what else? He makes it seem like it's a hard decision. What are you gonna do? Tank your alliance that you worked for this entire season? It this whole thing is it's these shows can be five minutes long. We don't need to see all the 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 fighting, the infighting. There's no chance anybody from either side is gonna make a different decision based on morals in this game. It's said a hundred times in interviews this episode. Babe, that's not true. Amanda would not put in her friends and final reckoning and Amanda and Zach went down to or and vendetta or whatever. Okay. That happened in elimination. Just remember that. I'm talking about this season of this show. Okay. It's, I'm just saying it's happened in the past. This is a team game. They have their alliances ready and it's like, what is Joss going to do? Just be like, yeah, you're right. Uh, the person that I was not working with the entire time, I'm just not going to vote them in and I'm going to go against my entire team. Now, when he just makes that decision, Georgia gets really upset, and then Joss looks at him at, at Georgia and goes, "I, you know, I've thought, I think you're playing with the other side." He says, "Think or thought." He doesn't really know what's going on with Georgia. Yeah. He or he's pretending to not really know. I can't tell, but it's this is another little thing that tells me not everybody knows exactly what's happening in this show. Yeah. So, but you know, to his credit, he was right. That brings us to the elimination, which is called Blockbuster. Um, it's basically like two people are standing on a platform, and there's a big square in the middle, and it's got a bunch of shapes that you push through. You try and knock the other person off, but you also try and get as many shapes push. I don't know. It's boring. It's one of the worst. This yeah. is one of the worst eliminations, and this season is one of the worst seasons for eliminations I've ever seen on this show. Agreed. It's just, this is so visually boring to watch. Somebody stand by a, a th- you can't, and by the way, also like you, another thing that they're fucking up on this show is not giving us a counter 
or a, or like a breakdown of like well, who is winning. And I understand that is for like suspense reasons, but like it makes me not really care. I'm just like, tell us who wins. Yeah, I don't even really. I can't tell what's going you're on. You're pushing. It's like a Jenga pieces, but like if you're pushing, you're sliding them halfway through, and it's like. If your Jenga pieces are pushed more on your side versus their side, and that's who's choosing the winner. Then they also do this weird camera shot where you see in the center of the the yeah. machine. And it's almost like something that shouldn't be on film because, like, the thing, it makes it on the outside look like these are, like, rocks that are being pushed. But when you see the inside, you can tell they're just, like, the out the little corners. It's like a skeleton It's just pole. a skeleton of a pole, and it's like we're not even seeing anything extra by showing this it was almost like they didn't have enough coverage and like they were like well let's put the uh, technical camera in there and it was it was such a boring anticlimactic boring i mean all of this nonsense of screaming and yelling and fighting and fucking wait nobody fucked but screaming and yelling and getting angry at each other all the way for this elimination and it's just like who cares and also the way that this show is being worked is like most of the time when we're seeing people go up one against one another they really they don't want to be going up against that person yeah so it's like we're not seeing people like fighting for their lives it's like one person who knew they were going to be in and one person who's like completely dejected based on the fact that they had the rug pulled out from their uh, under them by their own team like seconds before and that's what you got here with Georgia I mean she's fighting but she's also like, she's crying. like crying and it's yeah. like tori likes georgia it's like it's it, I, no th one is enjoying this th this is a good <laughs> season honestly this is a really really good season as far as drama and like bullshit but this has been a poor season as far as competition goes this final better be exciting as fuck it better be a two-day final where they're standing up on a box for 12 hours and we're seeing somebody climb a mountain and i want to see ct die in the channel like i want to <laughs> see something exciting here because the physical competition he doesn't really sucks he doesn't really want to see ct die. no i mean but i've seen him die on a mountain before you know what i mean so yeah. it's like and i'm saying die in the way that leroy Gas said. out yeah but leroy said that uh zach died in a final and so did i use those words so yeah. now i'm using now you're well. going to do it. So basically, uh, uh, the only noteworthy thing here. Oh, yeah. Tori wins. The only noteworthy thing here is See, that. It's like, doesn't even matter. Tori wins. Is that uh, Jordan is the only one yelling. Jordan's um, yelling. Everybody else is looking. Someone the makes. Other way. I think it's Zach makes a comment that, you know, usually these things are just loud. Everyone's screaming. No one's making a sound except for Jordan who's screaming. Tori wins the first heat. She gets seven of her pieces or six. I don't know. It's five for six, Tori, and then it's six for seven, Tori. Georgia yeah. goes home. She, she Then she goes up to her team and is like, I want Kaylee to go home. This team needs to make Kaylee go home. I'm Mary Poppins. And then she's screaming and yelling over there. And it's like, every, and Kaylee just rolling her eyes and like, all right, let's get out of here. Not it's even over. rolling her eyes, just kind of staring. staring. It's like, because it's a done deal, folks. It's a done deal. Polly and Kara are going to win this final and they're going to take a season off. This is over. The game is over. They have it on lock. I don't think they're going to win. I do. I think don't. They're going to win. I just don't see this going any other way. You don't think Jordan and Tori can pull this no. out? No. You keep flip-flopping on who you think's going to win next. So here we and go. And it's stressing me out. No, I'm, now I'm locked in. I don't want to know who you think is going to win. Let's zip to the final now, folks, because I'm locked in. Now, the, the more exciting part here is we, we had already talked about how Tori 
talked about being a turncoat earlier. But when there was some deliberation and when we when that Josh was trying to make his final vote to throw Georgia in, you hear Tory yelling, if you throw Georgia in, I'm not going to turn coat. I'm not going to turn coat. The idea, by the way, Ashley, that it anybody that it matters. anybody gives a fuck if Tory goes to one side like it's going to help anybody do anything like and it matters is such like, oh, Tory. Oh, oh, sweetie. Like, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you, you do not matter in this. Your number, your number does not matter. It doesn't matter what side you're on. It's the same side. So it's not like all of a sudden you're going to turn coat and then like, oh, we love her. Let's all be on the Tory side. Like, come on, girl. Do you not get what's going on? They're all on the same team. You know what I mean? It's kind of like where um, there, you know, there's a movie called They Live, you know, a John Carpenter movie. And then like when, uh, um, you know, the lead actor puts his glasses on, he sees that like all these people are aliens, like everybody around him is an alien. Like put your put your fucking glasses on and see that they're alien. Every person here is a Pauly Carr alien like you're surrounded so anyway, we get to the point where uh, TJ asks Tori whether you're not. And I figured she was going to stay on her own side. She turns. It's the only exciting part of this whole episode that I got surprised by. Everything else I knew exactly what was going to happen. She turns. She's going to go on that side. She hugs people. Whatever. Um, and that's the end of today's episode. It was hard to watch. I want to throw up. And I got to go to fucking Epcot in two minutes. Okay? My whole goddamn day is ruined. It's Halloween, by the way. Folks, that was the episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Please follow us on Instagram at Reality Blows Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Reality Blows Pod. Email us at Reality Blows Podcast at gmail.com. I have been on vacation. I haven't checked emails for a couple of weeks. I promise when I get back to New York, I will check those emails and we will uh, be, we'll be chatting to you on there. You can follow me on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts and you can follow Nick on on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. Something we didn't do that we always do, but we are on vacation. Folks, can you rate our podcast five stars in the Apple Podcast app? It means so much. We're right. trying to get to 100 five-star reviews by uh, the new year. Yeah, so thank you for doing that in advance, and we will talk to you on Monday. We're going to tell you all about Disney. Bye. Bye. Bye.